It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, right on 5.30. Uh, we'll get to the SMSs in just a moment on the text line. Uh, the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Uh, a couple of texts regarding Willie Rioli, who, by the way, uh, travelled to Darwin because uh, Willie Rioli Sr. was laid to rest today. Uh, Willie will stay in Darwin and, of course, won't take part in the match here on Saturday night. But uh, there is also talk about Willie and where his future may be. Uh, I'll uh, let you know what I know uh, a bit later on. But first, uh, this morning on the Scotty and Goss Breakfast Program, I filled in for Tim Gossich, uh, who was away today. And one of our guests very early in the program was Hamish Brayshaw, who is currently playing for East Perth and is uh, one of the coaches at the Eagles AFLW side. But anyway, he gave us a great little snapshot on where the WAFL sits at the moment and where he thinks, where he thinks the WAFL grand final should be played. Here he is. He's uh, with yours truly, Peter Vlahos and Scott Cummings. And I asked him the question that East Perth probably need to win every game between now and the end of the season to have a sneaky chance of getting into the finals. Yep, that's the equation for us now. We win all four and it's it's a chance. Peel and Swans are two above us uh, and they've got a pretty tough run home and play each other in the last game. So... It is a chance. What about Leadable Oval? Uh, have you been on it this week? No, we haven't. We've been now. Uh, we were at Mount Lawley on Monday. We're uh, going external again tonight. Not sure where, but uh, no, that's that's underwater at the moment. Very difficult to get a training. So, do you think that. you'll play Subi there this weekend? Oh, I'd be very doubtful without um, without wanting to make a headline as we've done a few times this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've got a few oh, right the and wrong. Range has been <laughs> yes. and, and the oval, get, oval gets punished, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. Well, you've got Subi this week, so that's a win. Well, you yeah. yep, hope so. Goss isn't here to uh, to rub that one in. Well, yeah, right. we hope so. Somewhere right now, though, he's getting really angry. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel us <laughs> talking about him. But um, um, as you said, Swan Districts uh, have got a really tough run home. Yep. Obviously, they've got the Eagles this week, but then Peel and West Perth, is it? Yeah, Peel, West Perth. They might even play South Freo as mm. well. So it's a uh, it's a tough run home for them. And Peel have got it. Oh, no Ishmael, Yeah, Peel have got it. No easier. Because oh, I think the. Uh, Commission will make their announcement on the grand final venue, possibly as early as today, I've been told. So surely it won't be Leadable. I heard that they were keen on Leadable, but now with the state of affairs there, it has to be played somewhere else. They'll have a month to get that right. I don't think it'll be right. What do you think, Hamish? Well, no, I don't think it will be. I think at the moment you can't even train on there, let alone schedule a grand final. Um, If East Perth and Subiaco were to both miss, potentially you've got a month of nothing before the grand final to get it right, but... Even then, I think it probably should be out of June up the way that place can. So, hold. if you had to, if you were making the decision based on what you've seen and where you've played, do you think June up is probably the best fit? Yeah, oh, I think so. I remember um, a JLT game there at the Derby a couple of years ago where there was fifteen, twenty thousand fans just in a local football field, and that's probably got good the feel. Best. Yeah, that's got the best environment, I think, in terms of. Uh, atmosphere. Bloody garlic munchers are doing all right, aren't they? No, aren't They're they? topping the Colts, <laughs> yeah. reserves, and league. What the hell's going Don't on here? Don't you get me cancelled as well, but I can do that. Oh, yeah, right, they're yeah. playing good football. Gee, you, well, you've, you've said for a long time now that they're your they're Yeah, your they're, they're, the, they're my they're team. The best well, team that you've come across. They, yeah, they are. And I think the only exception is should Peel make it and Fremantle 
play well in the mm. uh, the AFL. That that bolsters uh, their because, side. Yeah. And, uh, so the rules are: is it five games or six? Six waffle games you have to play to. Yeah, I believe so. And qualify for finals. Yep. And then the majority but, of the guys playing waffle have done that. But if Frio <clears> go into the finals, then all of their players are eligible. Yep. And uh, regardless of how many they've played. Yeah, and I don't think there's a cap on it if Frio are playing in the same week. I'm not sure how that yeah, works. Because well, they've but, got to be. Yeah, I know. It's a, and that's the hard one with alignments, isn't it? And yeah. they, you, those players deserve the right to push for selection. Yep. Uh, in the in the AFL side, but it, Jesus, this is. Advantage for oh, yeah, um, it certainly makes the waffle tough. Like coming up against a fully, uh, full, fully loaded peel. Well, you've you've basically, I think, got them one weekend when Freo had the buy, so they loaded yep. up and gave you a bit of a touch up. And yep. of course, you played them recently, and again, they were a bit too strong. But saying that, I reckon the waffle competition's been fairly even. Like you, very good this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've, pre- you've pressed South Fremantle. You've pressed uh, the likes of West Perth, even up at. Uh, Joondalup, because you lost Sebbett, of course, the week before up at Joondalup. Mm. East Perth had more 50 entries, but just couldn't score because yeah. they lost their key forward maybe a few was, days earlier. Maybe it was the way the midfielders were putting it into the And also, you don't, get, you don't give clubs <laughs> no, you don't was... give clubs 10-goal head starts and then lose by 10 points as they oh, did with yeah. East Romano early in the season. Yeah, there's a couple that we look back on and, uh, and sort of scratch your head. But you're right, we've had... We, Lost under two goals to sort of the top four teams at the moment. We ended up beating Claremont, and yeah. it is, with the exception of a couple down the bottom that are sort of struggling to get things going. It's a, uh, it is a pretty tight comp. And you're up against, uh, as we said, you're up against Subi, but they'll be keen to um, to send Lachlan Delahunty out of the out of his last season of footy on high notes in the last few weeks. Five time Premiership player, Sandover Miller's just a club great. Yep. Um, have you seen much of his career? Have yeah, I? I've I've watched him pretty closely the last couple of years. He's always been um, a player to watch. Sandov medalist when I was sort of second year I got here, but he's always really gone after us whenever we've played him. We've he's always been an undersized ruck, but he's a fourth midfielder and he's able to get the football, uses it really well. Um, and the stuff that he's been able to do at that footy club for such a long period of time is uh, is a credit to him. And a uh, yeah, he's going to go out one of the greats for the last sort of decade, and um, no, he'll certainly be missed around the footy club. We get bad time for our tips, and and Pete. Oh yeah, you're you, subbing in for yeah, Goss. You're free to tip in Goss. We have you're, tips to. You're subbing in for Goss. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'll, I'll call him out, and you, you, you do just, the right yeah, thing by right Hammer thing. and I. Yep. We're a couple behind. Absolutely. Okay. Torch. Here we right. go. Good so, luck, Goss. At least someone knows how to tip waffle. No, 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 no. Don't, I want you to do the, the opposite of what All you right. think. All right. All right. He didn't go about it his own way, Pete. But, uh, <laughs> feel free to feel free bring Goss back to the pack. Sabotage him. So Perth taking on Claremont at Mineral Resources Park. Oh, that's a tough one. I, I'll probably go is Claremont, I'll oh, be, I think. I'll yeah. be all over Claremont. I think Claremont's best is pretty good. Yeah. I feel sorry for Perth. They've only won two games this season. When I was growing up, Hamish, Perth were the club. Like East Perth and Perth in the late 60s, and I was only a little boy then, but in the 70s, up until 1977, Perth were just huge. Robbie Wiley days? Well, they had the players, Robbie Wiley. You know, Barry Cable played there. Bob yeah. Shields, the current president, was there. Mal Atwell, of course, in the early days was there. They were a red-hot club, and it's just really sad to see where they've gone. But, Did a but you're tipping them again this week, are you, Pete? Uh, I'll, go, <laughs> I'll go to the Demons <laughs> yeah, to win their first game of the great. season. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, <laughs> I did a function last night at the Eagles, and Rob Wiley was one of our uh, guest speakers. He's a good man. He's just well, he's a, a great, great fellow, eight, eight best And never won a Sandover medal. Uh, Bizarre. Umpires, radio. Uh, <laughs> East Perth, your boys, uh, both your boys taking on Subiaco. Yeah, the mighty Royals. No, I'm going for the Royals. No, I'm all. 
Well, that's not helping us. No, I'm going for the Goss, Royals. I Goss cannot, would go for Subi. Oh, bugger Subi. I can't back, <laughs> I can't back against the Royals. There yeah, you go. Enough. No, me neither, actually. I'm all over the Royals here. Peel taking on South Fremantle at uh, Lane, Lane Group Stadium. That's tough. I, I'm going to – I'll back Peel in, I think. South Fremantle just starting to – Yeah, they're just starting to go. Alter a little bit? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think Peel can get it done. I'll go for South. There I'm you go. Go. Oh, no, I think Peel. I'll go there for South Fremantle. There you go. And, Opposite uh, of you blokes. And the last one, I mean, we, you obviously, Pete, will go for West Coast, but how are you and yeah. I will go for the Black <laughs> yeah, Ducks? we'll be all over the Black Ducks here. <laughs> yeah. Big game for the yeah, Black Ducks. You mentioned Robbie Wiley. Good luck, Robbie. I'm backing you to win your second game of the season. <laughs> I, I, there you ta- go. I, I tell you what, um, after listening to him, and I've known Robbie for a long, long time, and he's just he's a fantastic human being, um, just listening to him and how he's going about you know, developing these guys and, and giving them an opportunity, and but more off-field as well, life and footy balance, geez, they're in good hands. Yeah, and, and they've improved to a certain degree uh, from getting those hammerings early in the season. They've had a couple of slip-ups on the yeah. way, but generally, I reckon, since the halfway stage of the season, they've been far more competitive, haven't they, Hamish? Yeah, it's the same as this time last year. They started off, it's all dependent on AFL health. Um, yep. They got ravaged by COVID early and then injuries and injuries. And, well, they and, had players coming up that they hadn't even seen before or yeah. met before. And Yeah. We were, there, were, there were games this year where uh, the Waffle West Coast were playing sort of three or four listed AFL guys. And, and, and I've always sort of said 10's the, the mark of competitive. There you go. That just gives you a snapshot. Uh, our selections and also uh, Hamish giving us a bit of an insight into the WAFL. Good to catch up with him this morning on the Scotty and Goss Breakfast Show, and he comes in every week. Uh, just on the temper at Bedshed text line 0487 736 736, I mentioned that the father of the Eagles, uh, Willie Rioli, uh, has been remembered today as a man with a uh, great smile, humility, and a bit of stubbornness, uh, according uh, to his family. Hundreds of mourners were at the funeral in the Northern Territory today. Of course, Willie uh, Rioli Jr. was there. And uh, he won't return. He's going to mourn with his family. Won't be back uh, for the Derby on Saturday night. And Randall of Coburn uh, says, Pete, why am I hearing Willie Rioli is set to leave the Eagles and is about to sign with Richmond? Have you heard anything? Yeah, I've heard probably the same thing you've heard, Randall. There is speculation about that maybe Willie, and of course he's related to Dean Rioli, and he's got a couple other family members uh, in and around the Richmond Football Club. I've got a feeling he just wants a fresh start. Uh, There's a lot of uh, baggage with what's happened to him, particularly here in Western Australia and the West Coast Eagles. It's not a reflection of the West Coast Eagles as a football club, but I think at this point in time and losing his father, he wants to be a bit closer to family, and he's got a bit of family at the Richmond Football Club, and there's a growing sense that he may ask to be traded to Richmond come the end of the season. But we'll wait and see whether that transpires. But the word is getting fairly strong that Willie Rioli possibly may not be with the West Coast Eagles in 2023. Uh, if you've heard anything more, give us uh, a yell on the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 736. It's coming up 19 to 6. We'll check in what's uh, happening and coming up at all the great venues around Perth next here on Drive with Peter Vlahos.